There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Friday, everybody. You made it to the end of the week. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk 1071. Com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trey. Happy Ladies Day, ladies. Oh, thank you. Wow, you got a special sale for us over there? Sale? To celebrate International Women's oh. Day? Oh, I, I literally thought you meant like a cruise ship. No, uh, 50% off uh, me using the word bitches today. Hey! Yeah. And 100% off Colleen and Bradley will be talking to you for free today on My Talk 1071. You know, um... A couple. I, I hate to take the turn from the fun of International or National Women's Day to Michael Jackson, but a couple people we've been wanting to hear from are talking, uh, but we're not really sure if they're saying anything. Right, Brad? Yeah. Um, okay, so there. I'm sorry. I wanted to pull up the uh, latest information that I have from Paris Jackson. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Paris Jackson has finally spoke out about Michael Jackson, and that's the thing I wanted to share with you um, in this arc of Michael Jackson stories that mm-hmm. we've been covering since the Leaving Neverland documentary came out, and she has finally spoken out. And uh, I've just pulled up again her Instagram photo of her and her uh, father, which is just weird to see them together. Right? It is very strange. Kind of because you just forget that he had children. Right. Well, and the picture, I know that's obvious. The picture that she posted of her and her father is not a current like it is like the it's like the 1990 something bad version of Michael Jackson and adult her and adult her. Yeah. So it's kind of like their besties hanging mm-hmm. out, but here she tweeted some stuff and then deleted it. Mm-hmm. So this is what we have from Paris Jackson. Um, I actually haven't made any statements yet, especially regarding how it affects my work life. You guys are reaching a bit. At least this wasn't a disgusting and attacking article though. Um, she said, y'all take my life more seriously than I do. She did offer advice to anybody who's been frustrated over the uh, over these allegations or any injustices, saying, quote, I know injustices are frustrating and it's easy to get worked up. But reacting with a calm mind is usually more logical uh, than acting out of rage. And also it feels better to mellow out. I mean, I don't disagree with her that mellow is. So really, here's a takeaway to say that she's speaking out is really not true Mm -hmm. because she's not addressing the allegations themselves she's not addressing the rumors i don't know that we expect paris jackson to do that 
quite honestly. I mean, would it be nice if she would? Yes. But do I have an expectation that she will? Absolutely not. No. No. Nor do I have that expectation from her brothers. I was going to say, I don't know that I need that. Mm -mm. I don't, I think it's, you know, people will probably say, well, that's her father. I do think at some point, um, if I were Paris Jackson, I would have to speak out Mm -hmm. about it because she wants to be in the public eye. And if I want to be in the public eye, I feel like you need to address the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe not at this point in her life. You know, Paris Jackson is somebody who's struggled with. She, I mean, my God. Right. Of course, she's struggled. With her life because of her life. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at her life. So unusual. So bizarre. So totally topsy turvy. Um, I'm not expecting that she does it now, although I would expect at some point that she will. Um, if she wants to continue to be in the public eye. And I would think she would want to. Right. Honestly. Right. If at some point she wants to, I don't know. I just think that any reasonable sane person, if they get to a certain point of maturity in their life and distance from, you know, parts of their life that are unsavory, would want to address them publicly in an open way. And whether that's a book or you know, who knows? Well, and you know how she probably really does need to kind of grow into how she'll address it, because at least in the case of uh, leaving Neverland, the um, the things that took place based on the stories uh, that we've heard from Wade Robson and Jimmy Safechuck took place long before she was born. Um, and so speaking directly to what what her father's life was like at that time she wouldn't be able to do that so again we can't really expect her to address that directly however wade robson did tell a story in the documentary about going to visit when she was very young and you know that so i mean i do think that she has a perspective no doubt Mm -hmm. but it may not be the one that we would we would want her to be addressing yeah if that makes sense well I imagine a certain part of the audience who believes the allegations wants her to say, my father was a horrible person and and, um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, There are probably other people who want her to deny the allegations. I would assume her own family. Mm -hmm. But knowing her family, they're not going to want her to say anything. Yeah. Because. Money. Well, well, and because we know the truth. I mean, we don't know the details but to deny what we do know, like people act as if there's a you believe or you don't believe. I don't think there's a you believe or you don't believe camp when it comes to Michael Jackson. And that's why I wouldn't expect Paris Jackson to have, um, you know, even if she doesn't want to deal with the issue, I don't expect that she's going to come out and say um, these things didn't happen. I mean, she could, but I, I just think that like, there's a false um, debate happening about whether these things did or did not happen. But the only people saying they didn't happen are people with a financial interest. Right. And the other people who are saying that are just not listening to the facts as they are. And they're mm-hmm. being willfully ignorant. Exactly. So I would not expect her to be willfully ignorant. I would probably expect that she's going to be silent on the issue. Mm-hmm. And it appears that, you know, minus these uh, random tweets sort of addressing the issue. We're probably not going to hear much from her beyond that. Yeah, at least for the time mm-hmm. being. Uh, and there's somebody else who is be- is speaking out who we wanted to hear a perspective from, especially after Corey Feldman recently 
uh, shared the news that he he did, was not uh, a victim of Michael Jackson and basically was shouting down. Uh, it seemed like over social media, the allegations brought forth by the two subjects of leaving Neverland. Well, he uh, wanted to clarify his statements. And so he was on uh, headline news, CNN's headline news on Wednesday, and he wanted to clarify those comments. Here he is telling us a little bit more clearly what it is he wants us to know about his experience with Michael Jackson. One of the things I think that was really confusing when I, when you first heard Corey Feldman kind of shouting down those allegations was that Corey Feldman in his own memoir in 2013 talked at length about the um, sexual abuse that both he and his friend Corey Haim suffered at the hands of a Hollywood. Yeah, I was going to say we were just talking, weren't we, about how like he wanted to do a documentary about abuse allegations yes. that he was making. Yes, and so it seemed a little bit mm, tone deaf that he would say, "Well, you know, not Michael Jackson, but all these other people." There was something about that that felt a little bit bizarre, and I would say it still feels. But you know, I I appreciate the fact that he is clarifying that he can't defend Michael Jackson, even though he had a relationship, friendship with Michael Jackson. Um, But I'm still curious. I still think there's something else going on. Also, you know, he says, like, I can no longer defend Michael Jackson. Why were you defending Michael Jackson in the first place? Mm -hmm. See, that I think is the the, thing we should be paying attention to. Psychic disconnect for me. I don't understand. Um, Why weren't you believing victims all along? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like he's just come to this conclusion that he can not accuse Michael Jackson uh, or not. He can he can not have to support Michael Jackson and not accuse Michael Jackson. He can kind of be in this no man's land. And it almost feels like he may be fulfilling a duty to some sort of contractual agreement. Well, if not a contractual agreement, I think what you're saying is maybe he got paid off or something like mm-hmm. that by the estate or somebody around him. I mean, that's perfectly plausible. Um but at the very least, I, I I don't know. I think people have told stories about Michael Jackson and their, you know, like, because we are dealing with these things differently. Mm-hmm. So the way people responded to Michael Jackson rumors and innuendo is different than they respond to them now. Meaning there is more space for people to have a nuanced opinion, which is, I didn't get molested by Michael Jackson, but I believe Wade Robson and uh, Jimmy Jimmy Safechuck, right? Yeah. Whereas it seemed to be before it was very much, well, he never did that to me. So he didn't do it to anybody. Dot, dot, Mm -hmm. dot. The the Mm -hmm. assumption being that you're implying that he didn't do it at all. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people were fine with that defense Mm -hmm. uh, of Michael Jackson in a way that people are less comfortable with it today because it's obviously a because that's obviously dumb right Right. like so to just say that seems an overly simplistic way of saying um he didn't do it which i think people are not as comfortable saying today because there's this overwhelming evidence and you are basically saying these people are liars so that's the thing i think we're dealing with and that's why i think Corey uh feldman's um response has changed as to what his motivations were you know We'll leave that to the blind item 
Yes. Uh, With people. The, the world may never yeah. truly know. But, but I am I, glad, you know, to the point you've already made, I'm glad that he is um, perhaps trying to be more nuanced in his response. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts has brought all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert. Hey, Holly. Hey, guys. We're going to start in New York City. That's where ABC's The View tapes and their moderator, Whoopi Goldberg, gave us an update on her health. It seems like her bout with pneumonia was a lot more serious than we were led to believe. Ugh. So Whoopi, She almost died. She almost died, you guys. And she said this in a video update. She's not back on The View just yet, but she did give us a video message this morning. And she said that she's not dead. And she went on to explain her long absence was due to pneumonia in both of her lungs. And it was septic, meaning the infection had spread through her bloodstream. Oh, she said... It's crazy. Right. As she said, I came very, very close to leaving the earth. Good news. I didn't. And she's thanking us for her good wish, our, all of our good wishes. And it seems like she's on the mend. But no word yet on when she's going to be back in the moderator seat. Oh, my gosh. I mean, how scary. How terrifying uh, to have been that ill. Pneumonia's no joke. No, it's not a joke. Especially when you're old. Like, the older you yeah. are, the less of a joke. It, I mean, it's never a joke. But. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like when you're old and you fall. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, and every time you hear somebody like the falls you're like you just fell who cares but when you're really old yeah it, yeah it has a huge difference and consequently or also and when you have the flu or pneumonia it can be real bad at mm-hmm. an advanced stage mm-hmm. yeah. i know these things yes, yes i'm yeah. a doctor You've watched dr us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh mm, good that's great now remember just take your colloidal silver or whatever it's called yeah and your berries ginkgo biloba mm-hmm. and my garcinia cambogia <laughs> Yeah. Now, she's been gone since early February. And remember, last month, there were rumors that Whoopi Goldberg was gone from The View because she was secretly preparing to host the Oscars. Well, from on heaven. the contrary. Yeah. Oh, from heaven. oh yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on from that story, going over to Taylor Swift, where a man recently jailed for breaking into Taylor Swift's New York City townhome was re- arrested early Thursday. Creepy. Because he did it again. Oh, man. Ooh. Yeah. And it was extra creepy. I don't remember why, but there was some fact I remember seeing in a story about it that just made me. Um, ugh. Was he like sleeping in her bed or something? Because that's also creepy. Um, No, but he did climb a ladder and smashed a glass door to get inside the townhome around 2.30 in the morning on Thursday. He like went through all his stuff, though, I think, or something. Uh, Well, this is the third time that he has broken into her house. (sighs) And back in April, this man... Bro, uh, used Taylor Swift's shower and slept in her bed. Oh, that's and right. And that's yep. the reason why he mm-hmm. was put in jail. Now, his name is um, Roger Al- Alvadaro. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Oh, he's from Florida, and it seems like he likes to spend time in New York City breaking into Taylor Swift's mm-hmm. house. His so hobbies creepy. include <clears throat> breaking Ooh. into Taylor Swift's I mean, house. If I was really obsessed with someone, I I would not be doing the like the break in experience. I would no. be doing like the just be Show behind them everywhere. in a crowd and mm-hmm. be like. You would be more subtle. Thank yeah. you for about sharing your creepiness. What type of creeper you'd because be? Because you don't want to get arrested for your creepy behavior, right? Yeah, right. No, you just want to want to give them a reason to put you. You in don't want to be all the way illegal. Just I mean, weird. you just want to buy their clothes on a celebrity auction website and you know smell mm-hmm. them on occasion. Zach Efron. We don't know anything about we don't that. Know anything about it? We I mean, know nothing I about them. Own uh, an entire outfit of his in a Ziploc bag that I have at home. It's just that in a huff. Ziploc bag. Yeah, and you huff it. It's not a Ziploc bag, but it is a bag. Actually, this is it's kind of a plasticky, zippy lock bag kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good. Shoes, pants, shirt. No socks. They did promise socks. I was very bummed that there were no socks. That's very unfortunate because you could have worn those. Yeah. and So basically, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I f- I'm glad Taylor Swift <laughs> had. Uh, was she protected. wasn't home. Yes. Yeah. At the time. <laughs> uh, and he just got out of jail on February 5th. So now he's back oh my God. in the slammer. He has a problem, you guys. He, he has, has a real problem. That is no joke. Problem. Um, I don't know if they have a medication for that. or like. I no. really don't know how you rehabilitate somebody. You don't. You just have restraining orders. But, but apparently those don't matter. That's all I'm saying is like, I don't know how you rehabilitate somebody who's a repeat offender of creeping in yeah. well think about in your panty drawer oh gosh okay nope let's move on yeah let's move on like just some things you can't Ishy. change let's Ishy. move on to another topic and that would be a notable obituary in the world of entertainment that would be of airwolf star jan michael vincent he has passed away at the age of 74 now he passed away all the way back on february 10th in a north carolina hospital due to cardiac arrest why are we just learning uh, I don't know if anyone was really paying attention. I mean, it's so sad. I, I have to be perfectly you honest. Know? When you guys were talking about Airwolf earlier, I thought it might be a band. I had to look it up. I don't remember that. He was a that. Hollywood heartthrob. He was a Hollywood heartthrob and the highest paid actor on television when Airwolf was airing. He made $200,000 per episode back in the 1980s. And his decade in Hollywood spanned over decades. Yeah, he was... Oh, God, it just... Was he was he married? Did he have kids? Like, what's uh, what's our story? He did not him. look good at the end, you guys. I I was googling. He was having a rough go. Okay, that's your story, Colleen. Yeah, thank you. That I just saw everything I needed to see. All right, and oh, uh, man. Julianne oh. Moore. Let's <laughs> move on from Jan Michael Sorry. Vincent. Looking at Jan Michael oh, Vincent, that was also depressing. Can oh we my do anything gosh. mildly uplifting. Well, not really, because okay. I was going to tell you about Julianne Moore on Watch What Happens Live last night. What happened? Re- revealing that she was fired from the movie Can You Ever Forgive Me? <gasps> she was supposed to play the Melissa McCarthy part. Get out! And then really? she was fired by the director. Why? Why? Creative differences. Oh. Julianne Moore said that she wanted the character to be one way, the director Got wanted it. it to be another way, and it was the first time that she had been fired since she was a teenager working at a like an ice cream shop. I'm sure, Yikes. that was a humbling experience. Okay. Oh. Wow. Well, thank you for all of that great Hollywood dirt. That's it's International uplifting. Women's Day. Thank you. Good Yay, ending, ladies. All right. Uh, we need somebody to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. One thirty seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. 
to win a prize. We do it every day at 12.30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Hi. Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley mm-hmm. Trainer, And this is our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Christine is on the line, and Bradley, what is she playing Christine for? Christine is playing for some tickets to see Mamma Mia at, uh, that's not an Italian show, it's actually an ABBA show yes. over at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Hi, Christine. Hi. All right, honey, the timer's going to begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready, hopefully. Oh. Okay, here we go. How You Remind Me was a hit song in 2002 for what Canadian rock band? Uh, Pass. Whoopi Goldberg is the moderator of what daytime talk show? The View. Wisteria Lane is the main location of which primetime soap? Um, Desperate Housewives. The movie Jaws is about what kind of animal? Shark. What kind of factory does Willy Wonka operate? Chocolate Factory. How You Remind Me was a hit song in 2002 from what Canadian rock band? Nickelback. Yeah! Patty, we're going. Oh, congratulations, Christine. Thanks. I'm taking Patty. She wanted to go, and so I said I would try to win it for her. And you did it. Congratulations. And did you say it was Patty? Patty, Patty, Patty. Wonderful. Christine and Patty. Christine, Christine. Congratulations. Have a great time. How fun is that? Yeah. All right. Now that I didn't we're... think she was getting nickel back. And oh. then when she got it so quickly on the, the second go around, I was like, okay. I would not have known that, by the way. I don't know that song. Uh, yeah, you do. Oh. You don't know that you know that song, but it haunts your dreams. Okay. This is how you remind me. Okay, Actually, that that's going to haunt your dreams. My dreams exactly. But... My uh, plan is achieved. <laughs> Well done, Holly. All right. Uh, now that we're done with that 30-second pop culture challenge, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All right, Colleen and Bradley, your yeah. first nugget of gossip mm. is like the nuggets. following. You got any sauces for those? Honey and barbecue. Perfect. Let's mm. do it. Ranch, please. That can be done. This a list reality star with the lucrative side gig still helps out her ex with money almost every month. a list reality star. Lucrative side gig. Yes. Is that... Is she a... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Is she a billionaire? Mm. Well, Some people would have you believe that Kylie Jenner is a billionaire... Mm. Forbes would have you believe. Yeah. On paper, she's a billionaire. Yes. Let me fill in the blanks for you. Kylie Jenner, who has that lucrative side gig, still helps out her ex, possibly Tyga, with money almost every month. Oh. Well, I mean. She's got a billion dollars. What's she going to spend it on? And I'm sure he's still, I don't know, maybe he's got like. Some, uh, what's it called? Like a severance package on the uh, contract that he signed with the Kardashian Jenners. It's like in the movie Casino when Sharon Stone's character keeps on giving money to her ex, the James Woods character. Mm. Thank you for letting me share that obscure reference for you. You are welcome. Nothing for my knowledge (laughs) whatsoever. So it means doo doo squats. You are welcome. All right, moving on. 
next order of business, Colleen and Bradley, please try to identify the people in this blind item. As I told you last month, this foreign-born AA minus list model who would rather be acting is spending some time away from the A plus lister to do some yachting. Their contract is up, and he wanted to extend. She might, but she had this gig planned because originally he said there was not going to be a renewal. So think about a foreign-born AA minus list model and an A plus lister. And the model would rather be acting. Yes. Now, I will say that the person identified as the model in the comment section of this blind item, she hasn't done a lot of acting. But if you look up her Wikipedia, it says model and actress. Is it the Fiji water girl? (laughs) I'm just kidding. No. Um, Oh, I think I have it. Okay. One question, though, before you have it. Okay. Um, Is the A-plus lister an actor? Okay. Colleen? Is it Bradley Cooper and Irina Shake? That's a good one. Yes. Yes. All right. So Irina Shake would rather be acting and she's spending some time away from Bradley Cooper to do some yachting. Their contract is up and Bradley wanted to extend. Irina might, but she also had this gig plan because originally Bradley Cooper said there was not going to be a renewal. Now, I will say the headlines, Irina Shake showcases her long legs and flat midriff in tiny black bikini during a Miami getaway. Interesting. Yeah. And you'll remember that there were rumors that they were already breaking up, that uh, he, she was moving out of his place or something before the Oscars. I remember reading that yeah. blind item. Well, and that's why we thought that they would be breaking up, and then that would leave an opening for... Lady Gaga. Yeah, which was... That's never going to happen. Never happen. No. Um, For the uninitiated, can you just explain some of the terms that we just used? Yes. Like yachting and contract was up. Okay. Sex work. Yes. Yachting is high class sex work. Mm -hmm. Yachting, originally the term coming from when uh, people would dock their yachts outside of the Cannes Film Festival Mm -hmm. and then gain entry of via models and other people and then they would go off to sea and have some fun together. Yeah, well, all the things you said are still true. They are docking their yachts and going off to sea and gaining entry. Yes. Um, (laughs) And... To the sea. And, exactly. And the concept of a contract between Bradley Cooper and Irina Shayk is referring to... The nature of their relationship Fake. being one, yes. Mm-hmm. Like Bradley said, that their relationship is mutually beneficial in the realm of business. Mm-hmm. That business you know, being Hollywood. I'm curious if these contracts are actually contracts and then how they, you know, if it's like one of them John Doe things. Remember how um, that guy, what's his name? Uh, Trump? Mm-hmm. You know, how he had some Not kind familiar. of contract with a... Um, um, Oh, God, what was her name? Mm. Oof, I can't remember. Anyway, um, where they had like somebody, it wasn't, you know, Trump. I think that was his name. And then I don't know that. Per- I don't know other, that person. Like there was another name, like David something. Like anyway, I'm saying like on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. does it say Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake are having a fake relationship uh, to further, you know, Their his careers. career? And then she gets money for that. Or does it say like Schmadley Pooper uh, Duper? And Schmarina Bake mm-hmm. are dating. Like, mm-hmm. 
I want to know what that contract actually yeah. looks like you and if it's an actual contract. A lawyer like, to deliver it. To are you. there boilerplates that you can get off the internet in order to execute one of these of your own in your exactly. personal life? Because if I should find myself single at some point in my life, You'd, I would like to know what my options yeah, are. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Good question. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Blinded by the item. Another little piece of gossip for you, Colleen and Bradley. Try to figure out this blind item. This foreign-born former A-plus list tweener has opened up his social media accounts to his wife and someone who works for her, which is why there have been an influx of loving posts and tons of pictures of the wife. Hmm. Starts with a B, rhymes with Schneeber. Um, so you mean Justin Bieber. Correct! Wow! Yes! And who is his wife? Oh, Haley Haley Baldwin. Baldwin. Actually, it's Haley Bieber. It is. Mm -hmm. Officially Haley Bieber on her social media handles. Uh, Let me fill in the blank for you. So Justin Bieber has opened up his social media accounts to Haley Baldwin Bieber and someone who works for her, which is why there's been an influx of loving posts and tons of pictures of Haley Bieber. Oh, God. Look at that. Have you gone over to Justin Bieber's Twitter? I have not. I try to stay away. As often as possible, but I'm going right now. Hold, please. And Bieber, that's a B-I-E. And, oh, yeah, yep. Oh, there's more. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right. There's a lot. Yeah. Oh, and here is a headline. Justin Bieber cements his status as an Instagram husband. What does that so even So says mean? Brides Magazine. Oh, oh okay. Well, uh, he's also got a picture of his ugly uh, clothing line. Oh, it is really ugly. His smiley so face gross. slippers. So ugly. Tools. All y'all. Well, Holly, thank you for those lovely dirt uh, dirt alert. Nope, that wasn't a dirt alert. Thank you for those lovely blind blind items. You're welcome. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to check in with our Google Trends expert to see what you all have been searching all week long on MyTalk 1071. Well, every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We like to check in with our friends from Google to see what you all have been searching all week long. We have a Google Trends expert. Yay. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And we've got Molly Vandenberg on the line. Hello, Molly. Hey, Hey, Colleen and Bradley. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. And uh, today is a special Friday and one that uh, is trending this week, International Women's Day. You've got it. Yes. Happy International Women's Day. It is today, and we see a lot of search interest around it every year as people, you know, look a little bit into its history, but mainly people really reach out to celebrate the women in their lives, look for ways that they can get involved in their communities, as well as, you know, look up some trailblazing women. We saw searches for, like, the first women in space to run for president on the Supreme Court, those sorts of things. So definitely a reason to celebrate. And I feel like the interest in this has grown over time i mean i honestly feel like this year in particular everybody's got something to say about international women's day which is kind of awesome yes i would agree i think that you are so right and it continues to you know really gain steam because a lot of the you know issues that were taken up when it started are still things that we face today and things that people you know want to engage with and really want to work toward and so i think it's 
constantly part of the conversation and something that it's a really exciting day. You know, Molly, I I will say I'm not really that familiar myself with the history of it. Can you uh, enlighten all of us? Definitely. It was first observed in 1909 when an estimated 15,000 or so women marched in New York City, and they were marching for fair wages, labor standards, guaranteed voting rights. And so that's really where it had its roots. And then it, by 1911, more than 1 million people celebrated it in the United States, the UK, Austria, Denmark, Germany, and Switzerland. So it really has, you know, been growing since then. Now, why hasn't Hallmark gotten on this? Or maybe you they have. That is a really good question. I can't say that I have stopped into my local Hallmark store recently, but, you know, I think that it's a big business missed opportunity if they don't have it going already. Exactly. Well, lots of other people have stepped into that breach to sell people stuff on International Women's Day, that's for sure. Yes, I have definitely seen a lot of, you know, T-shirts, bags, hats, Lots of other stuff, but what's really cool about that is that in the ones that I've seen, they typically have an angel to give back to organizations Mm -hmm. that empower either young girls or women, so very exciting stuff there. Now, um, Molly, when it comes to Google Trends this week, I see Southwest Airlines on the list, and I will be honest, I don't know why Southwest Airlines trended this week. Yes, this is a good question, and it was exciting for a lot of people, although there are still some kinks with this. So they announced that they're going to be doing flights to Hawaii. So a lot of people thought, you know, I'm getting on this. There were $49 one-way fares. People were very excited. But most of these flights are running out of California, you know, due to proximity. But what people were finding is that if they were flying from another location that Southwest services, they were actually having trouble getting back from Hawaii because the scheduling with the layovers isn't fully figured out Uh yet. And I mean, maybe this is an excuse for us to all stay in Hawaii. I don't know. But that wouldn't be such a bad thing. Yeah, Yeah. I think I might just take that as a message from the universe that I was meant to be warm forever. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's that time in the winter where the thought of booking a one-way flight to Hawaii has crossed my mind. So maybe we should all do that. Molly, uh, quick aside, we are expecting another snowstorm this weekend that's supposed to shut down the city. So, yes, a trip to Hawaii would be fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> especially yes, one well, that would result in a sting. To help you. Exactly. Uh, and now, finally, uh, Mercury in retrograde was trending this week. It was. This is a fun one. So this is pretty astrological, but Mercury is said to be in retrograde right now. And this is an event that happens a couple of times a year, usually about three or four, though it can vary. And what that means is that it actually looks like Mercury is moving backwards in orbit. It's not actually doing that, but it's an optical illusion. And astrologers say that this causes a lot of issues. So Mercury is the planet that, in theory, rules communication in a lot of things. So if you've, like, had a lot of misunderstandings or a lot of lost emails or if you just, like, get a little tongue-tied... It might be Mercury to blame. I don't know. Why was it that it trended, you know, because you said it happens a few times a year. Why would it be trending this time and maybe not as much other times? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that probably because of Southwest Airlines. (laughs) Maybe. Yes, exactly. Flight delays are something (laughs) that it says that it could rule. (laughs) But I think that we definitely see interest in it 
in general, you know, in the periods of time that it's happening. But I think people are consistently more and more aware of it because it's become kind of like a cultural joke where I know a lot of people will say, like, oh, this thing went totally wrong. Mercury must be in retrograde. And one thing I found really funny when I was researching this is that there's actually a website that's ismercuryinretrograde.com hmm. that exists solely to tell you whether mercury is in retrograde or not. I will tell you, too, one of the reasons might be I just saw a headline that said this one is going to be the worst of the year. So maybe maybe people are particularly freaking out about um, what that could mean, you know, for them. Yes, that's definitely possible. And you know what? Maybe I better buckle up as mm-hmm. someone whose job is to communicate. I'm a little worried, I got to say. You know what's also <laughs> interesting is I, um, my dentist says that whenever there's um, mercury in retrograde um, or full moons, that they get a lot of people showing up at the, you know, at the dentist, which is weird. That is so interesting. Who would have thought? I know. Maybe there, maybe people's teeth are getting in the way of their ability to communicate. You never know. <laughs> that is your mouth. Molly, and when does Mercury get out of retrograde so we can all put that on our calendars? Exactly. We can all look forward to hopefully things restoring to normal around March 28th. So about three weeks of this madness, ah! and then hopefully we should be back to normal. Well, Molly, thank you so much for calling in and clearly communicating to us all yeah. the things that we we're had trending no telephone on Google. problems. That yeah. was awesome. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. I guess we showed Mercury, and you have a wonderful weekend. You as well. That's Molly Vandenberg. Bye, Molly. She is our Google Trends expert. We check in with her on Fridays to see what people have been busy with all week long. I have to say I'm just a little bit surprised that uh, leaving Neverland didn't show up on the list of things that were trending this week oh, on yeah. Google. Um, and, and maybe it was like lower on the list, but yeah. it certainly wasn't more popular than Mercury and Retrograde, apparently, which I'm fine with. It trended enough elsewhere. I mean, we've well, had to talk about it enough. So, frankly, thank you, right Mercury, here. for giving us the opportunity to talk about something other than Michael Jackson down the pants of children. Okay. Wow. Okay. That was not how I would was going to say it, but that's okay. Um, no, but I, but I was really surprised because I thought for sure people would be using Google to try to, um, to research some of the older allegations. I know that we were this week and a lot of people oh, were talking sure. about it. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people case, just didn't want to hear about that's it. That's probably true. Uh, and, and some people probably just didn't want to talk about it anymore. Uh, well, guess what? Good news. We won't be talking about it when we come back because we are welcoming a guest into studio. Bradley, I know that on Wednesday night, you got to see a great show. I did. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is at uh, Hennepin Theater Trust Orpheum uh, Theater, and it will be here. You've still got a while. I think it goes through the 17th. They've got, uh, or excuse me, yeah, no, the 17th. Um, and we're going to have one of the actors from the show on our very own show. Yes, in we, just moments. we are going to have one of the young actors uh, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory coming up after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites 
help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. Eight out of 10 individuals who visit RMA New Jersey Fertility Center make their vision of parenthood a reality. For more than 20 years, RMA New Jersey's expert fertility specialists and an 83% birth success rate have helped bring home more than 50,000 healthy babies to loving families. RMA New Jersey Fertility Center, building families one healthy baby at a time. Visit rmanetwork.com to learn more. That's rmanetwork.com.